Hello and welcome to Podcast on Purpose. This is your host, Debbie Adea, and we are going to be having some episodes coming out that are related to International Podcast Day. We did a live stream with a group of stellar podcasters where we shared the journey of podcasting together on September 30th, and we're going to be reposting some of those in audio format here on the podcast for you in case you missed it. If you would also like to go and watch the replay of the videos, you can come on over to the Pod Tribe on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Pod Tribe. Here we go with this episode on Podcast on Purpose. So our next guests on International Podcast Day are Joe Fear and Matt Wolf, and I'm so excited to have them talk to you today about what they're up to in podcasting. Joe Fear and Matt Wolf are the co-founders of Evergreen Profits and absolutely love showing people how simple it really is to get seen online in competitive industries. They get pumped up to share their system of driving targeted traffic that turns into leads and sales to business owners who want to scale, but have failed in the past. They aren't an agency. They're pretty much the anti-agency. They started in business together 12 years ago and haven't stopped learning, testing, and scaling since. They also started their podcasting career in 2010, and it's been their passion ever since. Now they have a fast-growing small business podcast called the Hustle and Flowchart Podcast. It gives listeners an opportunity to learn uncommon ways to live and work that allow for a happier and more profitable life. Today, Matt and Joe focus on growing their show, helping other entrepreneurs launch and grow their podcasts, and putting on intensive and events around podcasting. They are exceptional at digital marketing as well, and I'm really excited to have them dive into some of their expertise with us today. So welcome, guys. Thanks, yeah, Debbie. Thank you. I'm so excited. We actually get some time. You know, normally we're running through like new media summit. Here we go. And there we were. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so this is great. So um, you guys, I don't know who to talk to first. So why don't you two decide who's going to speak? Um, but I'd love it if you could just kind of start off and tell us a little bit about how you guys hooked up together and started your show. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll kick it off and we always riff back and forth anyway. So we, we have different memories of how we did stuff. How did you meet? Well, that's not how we met. We met this way, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, my wife can always remind me of things. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I don't think Joe or I actually remember the actual story of how we met. So we just kind of have the made up one that we tell people. I like the yeah. made up one. It's good. It's good. Well, I know it- we know we agree on that it, it involves bands being in bands and we had mutual friends so we both played guitar and and uh we actually recently realized like that was like the turning point of us like personality wise i guess like breaking out of our kind of introverted shells back in school which leads to podcasting now um but we actually had this like aha moment just the other week we're like holy crap like i think going on stage back in the day playing guitar and sometimes singing and stuff brought us out to this like this different level of us and it's now carried on into podcasting business all that fun stuff so started in in band days that's awesome uh, yeah matt and i worked together you know we launched uh our i guess online careers in blogging and working at his parents shutter company like on the side we basically like blog on a couple topics and we figured out how to make money and slowly that built into different ways of I mean, we've always been content marketers first in some form, you know, content or, you know, written video, audio and podcasting. We started in like 2011, I think it was, Matt. I don't even correct me on that one. It says, yeah. 20, it says 2010 that I just 2010, read. even better. 
so it was a way back but yeah we i feel like we've just always been experimenters and we always love to you know express what we've learned through those experiences and and that's kind of why, why podcasting is just amazing that's why we love it that's awesome yeah. and so were you in the same band or were you in different bands no we never actually played in a band together surprisingly we 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 shared a singer at one point so uh, joe was in a band who had a singer that was also in a band that i was who sang for a band that i was in so we i think that singer was actually how we got connected initially and then uh yeah, but we never played together. So yeah, it's going to change that. That's why we have all these instruments in our offices. We're like, this is just meant to be. We need to. <laughs> I have instruments, but they're better for writing than playing. Although I love to sing, but I have guitar. Uh, That's actually a keyboard underneath that blue thing that you can't okay. see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I share the love of music. I can I can turn my camera around. I have like a yeah, guitar see. wall. <gasps> oh, yeah. I went to come play. <laughs> I, I've got basic chords. Get rhythm, yeah. maybe not lead. No, no. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. great. That's awesome. We should have like a podcast band party. That'd be fun. <laughs> that's, that's kind of our intention. We're like, we want to become a jam band and then bring our entrepreneur podcast friends together and just like, just that's have a good awesome. time. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fun things to break out of business and connect on different ways. Yeah, totally. Sure. Well, and also we've got the, the whole audio thing down now too. We do that on right. podcasting long enough. You've got that down too. That's awesome. <laughs> so from blogging to podcasting. So can you talk a little bit about that transition? I know there's some people out there that do other things that take them over. What, what was that transition like for you guys? I feel like we kind of, they, they always sort of overlapped. So we started blogging in 2007 um, and then in 2010, um, I actually started a podcast in 2010 called the Business and Blogs Podcast. And then Joe and I started a podcast in 2011 called the Online Income Podcast. But for years and years and years, we were doing both simultaneously, the blogging and the podcasting. So I wouldn't really say it was a transition. It was just, you know, within the last three or four years, we realized that audio content was a lot easier for us to make. It was a lot lower friction for us to keep up with than written content. So we just really sort of phased out a lot of the written content. It didn't really phase it out, but we did a lot less of it. That's awesome. And you guys have had a lot of success in both spaces, right? So uh, is that from your digital marketing background or is that just from like creating a loyal audience? Like, what do you think is like your number one thing that's really helped you guys with building out your businesses? Yeah, it's, I'd say it's a good blend in, in Mac. I could probably speak more on like the the marketing side of it because there's like a lot of technical traffic stuff we do, but it all I'd say it really started with our network and the people we know, like the podcast. That's how we kicked off the Hustle and Flowchart podcast is with our just our our close network, and then it was kind of like a very referral based viral type way to bring. We're always trying to like impress ourselves with the guests that we bring on our show, so creatively we're always thinking of like interesting ways to not game the system but we're all about automating systems things like that so like we have a whole dream 100 list that we try to automate and in our follow-ups that's why we can kind of you know we just had dave asprey on which like we're like holy crap that was someone that i know matt was going after in like 2015 but you know, it was very difficult to get on the show and it's still he was difficult but at the same time we got him and that came through a referral and then another referral. And like there, that's kind of, I think, been our sweet spot is really networking and giving value and following up. And, and that's kind of more, I would say, that's like my arm of the business. And then what Matt does really well is 
the traffic and, and the tech and the strategy behind the marketing. So you can probably chat about that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be quite honest, like the, the networking, I, w- I was actually just on a podcast interview on somebody else's podcast like, literally an hour ago. And this, this came up there too. The networking is probably the number one key to our success is just how we've managed to just kind of like spider web and grow our network over the last, you know, 15 years or so has, has really been everything. And, um, you know, Joe and I, we were talking about this, what, two days ago about how, um, we could pretty much trace like our entire business and where we're at today to like three major networking events that we went to in the past uh, uh, 12 or 13 years. There was literally three events that we traced back, like everybody that we know in the business world to those three events. And then just sort of like connect, you know, getting connected to other people off of those events and who we met at those events. And so it was just, just this crazy like spider web of, of events that happened because of three initial events that we went to. Um, so it was just really fascinating to like look back and think about that because we were, we were doing that a couple of days ago. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as traffic, you know, I, I, I put a lot of effort into um, learning pretty much every sort of traffic strategy you can think of. That's, that's what I do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a hacker, but in a good way. I just, I like to like hack things together and figure out how to make stuff work and figure out how to use tools in unconventional ways and make this tool and this tool that weren't designed to talk together actually work together. And that's really what I do. So I put a lot of effort into learning SEO, learning various pay-per-click strategies, uh, learning banner advertising strategies, learning direct mail marketing, email marketing. Um, I've just, I've just gone down all of those rabbit holes over the last 12 years and, and I, I guess just kind of not perfected them, but I've gotten better and better at them over the years. <laughs> That's awesome. So I want to talk about hacks and spider webs. So let's, let's, start. <laughs> so I first have to ask, uh, the three events. Okay. We got to know what were the three events that you went to that? Okay. Let me see if I can remember them all. We were just talking <laughs> about this the other day. So, um, one yeah. of them, we joined a, we joined a coaching program. There was a guy named, um, Alex Jeffries. This was in 2009. He put on a coaching program and we joined that group. This was um, right, we were still working our day jobs at the time. This we quit our jobs in 2009 to go full time with what we're doing now. But in 2009, we took that that training course. We got into the forums and got to know a whole bunch of people in those forums. And uh, one of the people in the forum is a guy named Josh Bartlett, who went on later to create a tool called Thrivecart and a tool called Easy Video mm-hmm. Suite and a, a podcasting tool called Adello. And he had a really big um, career in software, and, and his software is pretty prolific now. And so uh, we worked with him in the early days when he was building that and he sort of connected us with all sorts of people and, and it sort of branched out from there. Um, there was an event called Think Tank that Joe mm-hmm. was at. Um, that- yeah, that's one that, that was in San Diego that connected, uh, connected me to a bunch of people like Mike Koenigs, uh, Amish Shah, a lot of uh, Dan Ryan's a really good buddy of ours. So Matt now like that's his BFF on traffic <laughs> and anything around there. So it, it's, yeah. And there are a whole bunch of other investor type people. That was like where Matt and I probably started opening up our brains to bigger business thinking and then figured out how to connect a lot of folks that way. That And, and the way I got into that was my neck was hurting at the time. And this guy DK who held that event, is a chiro- was a chiropractor at the time. I was driving like 
30 minutes each way to like La Jolla three times a week. I had like no money at the time. I was like, I know this guy is a connector and he's going to introduce <laughs> me to people I need to know. So um, luckily my wife agreed. And, but yeah, that's, that was like a big source of connections. A lot of those people have been on the podcast now. That's awesome. Was he into network spinal analysis? Like the connecting of the, no, I'm just kidding. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. Was there another one? I'm, I'm, I know well, there, so the, the third one when we were talking about the other day was technically the podcast has been like the biggest catalyst for our networking, but I can trace that back to an event too. I went to an event called um, Blog World Expo, which they don't do anymore. But back in 2010, I went to this Blog World Expo uh, because I had a I had a training course on blogging at the time, so I wanted to be sort of immersed in that world. And they had a whole track there around podcasting, and um, you know I was kind of interested at the time, but I hadn't started a podcast. And I I'd, I'd heard Pat Flynn's podcast by that time. Uh, we were in a mastermind with Pat a little bit earlier in the year, um, and so I kind of liked the idea of 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 doing podcasting. So I sat through the podcast track at the Blog World Summit, um, or whatever it was called, Blog World Expo. And I came back and I told Joe, hey, we should really think about starting a podcast. So that was sort of the catalyst for our podcast starting back in 2010. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Was there anyone at Blog World in particular that inspired you to start it up? Or was it just the lesson in general? Um, I think it was just seeing all the different speakers talk about it and get really passionate about it. I did. I do think Pat spoke at that event and I, I watched his session. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other speakers. I think... Um, yeah, I, I don't remember any specific speaker that really motivated me to do it. I think it was kind of already on my mind. I already kind of was thinking about podcasting and looking into it. Hadn't pulled the trigger yet. I went to that event, saw a bunch of speakers talk on it and went, I think we should do this. And, <laughs> you know, that that sort of opened up the podcasting world. And because of the podcast, our, you know, our network grows exponentially on almost a daily basis now. What would you say the impact of podcasting has been on your network? Mm. Oh, that's yeah I posted <laughs> something I posted something on Facebook last night because uh, it's just interesting opportunities have come around and uh, but I said uh, podcasting is like throwing a can of gasoline on a fire like a fire of networking and opportunities it just like exponentially speeds everything up so speaking opportunities like like this year alone I feel like this is three years into our hustle and flowchart show we're over 200 episodes now which I know there's a lot of other podcasts there are a lot more, there's a lot less, but either way, like we're starting to now see this kind of hockey stick curve of uh, just really cool guests. People are referring other people. Like we're not having to do outreach to get amazing people anymore. Um, we're getting invited to speak on many places, partner up with large companies to hold events, uh, to do masterminds together, intensives, all these things. And, now it's developing, uh, you know, us holding our own events and, and different masterminds, high-level masterminds that we never really did before. We've always been affiliate marketers, kind of behind-the-scenes kind of folks. And now it, this is almost like forcing us to up-level our brand and our connections, our thinking, everything. You got to hustle. Hustle and flow, try. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to hustle. Yeah. Yeah, still, yeah. It was funny because the other day, yeah. Joe and I, we were actually like sort of trying to chase back the lineage of like almost every guest on our show. And that's how we kind of came to the idea that really it was three things in our past that really made it all. And, um, you know, looking back at it, 
almost every, so right now, Joe and I, we're working very closely with, with a company called Digital Marketer. They put on Traffic and Conversion Summit. We're actually going to be helping them and being involved in, in a, a new event that they're doing around podcasting as well. And, you know, the way that that came to be was we invited a guy named Bob Serling on our podcast, who Joe had worked with previously years and years ago. Um, as a result, I think of that think tank event that he went to. So he met um, somebody who knew Bob at think tank worked with Bob, we invited Bob on our podcast, Bob really enjoyed our conversation, he invited us to be in a mastermind. And that mastermind, the other members of that mastermind happened to be Roland Frazier, one of the guys who runs mm-hmm. digital marketer, Steve Olsher, the guy who runs new media summit, mm-hmm. and you know, a handful of other really big, um, you know, influencers in the, the digital marketing world. So it's like we when we trace back like the impact of the podcast and, and the networking events that we've been to, it's like the entire lineage of everything we're doing now traces back to either the podcast or just a handful of, of networking things that we went to. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Those little things that you could have just gone and said, Oh, I don't really want to go today. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that's what's been in our head more than anything. And mm-hmm. this is something Roland Frazier uh, says quite often is I like, just put yourself in the middle of people or the things that are happening. And if you just put yourself in place, like where the momentum's already happen- happening, like you're gonna, something's gonna shake out there. The opportunities will come and it might not be immediate, it could be longer, but either way, if you're always giving value and providing that to folks and being consistent, i.e. having a podcast really helps do that too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like you kind of can achieve everything you want out of life and business. And that's really what we love to do. We love to create the content, love to, you know, experiment and just talk to people and share it and then do cool stuff with cool people. Isn't that the fun part of life and mm-hmm. podcasting? <laughs> All right. So let's go from spiderwebs to hacks. Okay. Let's talk hacks. <laughs> so, um, so talk, so, you know, some people say, well, does SEO impact podcasting, right? How much mm-hmm. does it? Um, I'm curious what your take is on this. Cause I know that you really put a lot of attention and focus into uh, those aspects of the business. So, SEO, SEO is impacting podcasting more and more. Uh, so Google just recently um, started indexing podcasts. So Google is, is in the background listening to podcasts, transcribing them using their algorithms, and now they're actually ranking podcasts. So if you went to Google right now and searched for Hustle and Flowchart, you'll actually see audio files in the search results now where you can listen to our podcast right in line with the Google search engine. So it is becoming more and more important. Um, unfortunately that element of it, we don't really know how to control it yet because it's listening to what you say in the podcast. So it's not like there's a whole lot of SEO that you can do there yet, but what we focused on is SEOing the, the show notes pages. So our goal is whenever we have a guest on, we want to be on page one for that guest name. So we'll go in and we'll try to optimize for that guest name. So a lot of our guests, if you search, we're on page one for that guest. And if you don't see us on page one, at least our image is on page one of the image search of Google. You'll see a lot of our hustle and flowchart images for a lot of those guests. So that, that's really our goal is we want to be in the mix. If somebody's looking up one of these entrepreneurs, we want to be in that mix. And um, a, a really great example of this being really powerful was we had a girl on our podcast named Christine McDaniel. And she runs, um, she runs like a, a, a co-living business where they, they purchase houses and like 10 people all split the rent. And it's a, a really cool business model that she's running. But she had the opportunity to meet Richard Branson 
and he, she actually donated $100,000 to his charity. And when she donated $100,000 to his charity, Richard Branson went on his blog and wrote a blog post basically saying how she did this and thanked her and mentioned her business. And we were ranked number one for her name. So after <laughs> Richard wrote that blog post, all of a sudden, uh, the, the search for Christine McDaniel just had a huge spike in searches on Google. And we were right there in the top slot with our podcast episode with her. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a $100,000 Mm -hmm. tip right there <laughs> you, know, you got the, the flow from that yeah so what are some of the ways that you do that for ranking do you is it like the keywords you're using in in the show notes themselves inside of your host um is mm -hmm. it things that you're putting into your you know uh i don't so, know anything that's indexable what do so you we think? use a wordpress plugin all of our show notes are on our wordpress blogs we use a wordpress plugin called yoast seo um, that's kind of the, the industry standard for dialing in your SEO for your blog. And we'll just, th there's a little box in, in Yoast on each blog post that says, what keyword do you want to focus on? We put in the name of our guest and then it'll actually give us suggestions. It actually says, make sure that the guest name is in an H1 tag. Make sure you use the guest name this many times throughout the post. Make sure that, you know, you're linking to other content and it gives you all these tips to improve the SEO. And literally all we do is just follow the instructions that Yoast SEO gives us. So you'll, you'll notice like on our show notes pages, there'll be like H2 tags that say, um, the resources shared by, um, you know, Christine McDaniel. And it'll, that, that'll be like in the headline above the bullet points because we want to make sure we work her name into, you know, one of the H2 tags. And so we just, we follow the instructions that Yoast gives us and we make sure that the name is used throughout the post. And then, and then what we do is we'll go back to old uh, podcast episodes uh, that, that are semi-relevant and we'll cross link to the newer posts so that we're actually getting links from old posts into newer posts. And that helps with SEO as well. It helps Google tell, uh, it, it, it helps your site tell Google, okay, this, this link is relevant to this keyword. And so, I mean, that's pretty much our entire SEO strategy right there. That's amazing. Yeah. So if you go to the other, we're going to say something, I don't want to cut you. Yeah. Off. Yeah. I think a big thing yeah. is just <clears throat> folks don't focus on their show notes pages. Typically, like we will look at a lot of other podcasters show notes pages and they're maybe a couple bullet points in like the audio file. And it's like, man, you are leaving so much <laughs> on the table. Like just fill that out. Even if it's a transcription that you can get made by, you know, AI or go to rev.com and pay a yeah. dollar a minute for I mean, that thing is going to be, give you so much more help when it comes to SEO and then, you know, target keywords or the guest name that you have on your show. So let's talk about that. So do you link, when you say you link the old episode to the, the new episode, do you just mm -hmm. put a link in saying, check out this other episode and link it over to the episode itself? Is that what you're saying when you say link it? Yeah. So I'll go to old episodes and I'll edit the show notes of old episodes. So let's say we had a guest who talked about Facebook advertising on our show recently. Well, we've had a lot of guests talk about Facebook advertising over the years. So we might have, you know, mm. seven other um, episodes about Facebook advertising. So I'll go back to all seven of those episodes, edit them. And then in the, the resources list, the list of stuff that we talked about in the show, I'll say, you'll also like this episode with, and I make sure that the other person's name is in the link because we want Google to know right. that that person's name is what we want to be ranking for. But what that's what we'll do is we'll go say, check out this episode with, uh, with Debbie and then like link over to that episode. That's so cool. I love that. And so for with the, um, when you're doing the, I use Timmy, which is like 10 cents a minute. So mm -hmm. they're not great. My VA goes in and 
updates. And I think Rev and Timmy are both owned by the same company. I think so, yeah. Um, Are you actually putting a link in where people can download it or just uploading the file to the server for SEO? So for... Yeah, we don't we don't actually do transcripts for our shows, so we don't okay. actually have them transcribed. Um, what we actually do is we we hired somebody to take notes on every single one of our episodes. So we have a team member who listens to the entire episode and sits there with a notepad and takes notes and pulls out all of the the sort of takeaways and gold nuggets and resources and all of that stuff. So that's what people are actually opting in for when they opt in is, hey, we took the notes for you on this episode, opt in and we'll give you the notes that our note taker took. And we do that instead of transcriptions. Mm-hmm. That's smart. Yeah, but what you can do is if you didn't want to, or if you don't have the note taking, I guess, focus, because that's more of like a lead gen uh, focus mm-hmm. for us. That's how we grow our email list. Uh, you could, a lot of folks will put the transcripts right on the show notes page and a lot of our clients do that. There's a lot of hosting companies that will even offer that as an add-on to their production services. So that's what I would check out is, I mean, that helps you automate. But a lot of folks will put it right on the show notes as an SEO play. And, uh, or like James Shramko, a buddy of ours, uh, runs a big podcast in, in Australia, has that as his opt-in. So he'll just create a PDF. Uh, it's actually published on the page as show notes, but also it's a PDF download for an email opt-in, he'll just give a PDF version of the transcription. So mm-hmm. he doesn't even take notes. He's he's just kind of placing in both spots. And he claims that that's, I mean, he's been using that for years and that's how he leads in. So that's, I love it. that could be one option as well. Yeah, I had a friend suggest that I take my show notes and just load them as files onto the server even because it's supposed to help with SEO. Do you think that's true? I don't know if that's actually accurate. Uh, I mean, if you were to paste them into a blog post, I think that would help with SEO. Um, if you were just to take like a, you know, the document file and put them on your server, I'm, I don't see how that'd be super beneficial, but yeah. maybe there's something I don't, I mean, I'm not the world's biggest SEO expert. I kind of am the minimum viable SEO or, you know, I, yeah. I try to figure <laughs> out what SEO works with the minimum amount of effort. <laughs> yeah. Right. So what we do I what, uh, with my show is we actually will, um, I have my VA put in the show notes for me, which is similar to what you have done with the, I don't use it as a legion though, which is brilliant. And then it auto posts with a draft over to my WordPress blog from Libsyn, it goes over. And then I go in just to prove it and put it in. So, but you're saying if I had Yoast, I could actually go in and get some tips. And then would you actually go in the code and switch out the header, the H2 and all that? Yeah, I mean, you're not really switching out code. You're just kind of in the WordPress visual editor. You can just, you know, add Change words in and stuff. Okay. Yeah. It's so simple where it's literally they give you like red light, yellow light, green light. Like mm-hmm. anyone can follow. <laughs> It'll say like, you have too many words or you don't have you don't have the right focus keyword. Um, so all you got to do is like, oh, okay, I got to put that in a couple more times and then it turns green. You're like, cool, got that mm-hmm. done. I'm going to be going to be playing red light, green light here pretty soon with Yoast. Uh, I have a feeling. So (laughs) thanks for that tip. So what about, you know, you guys really focus too on um, monetization with your podcast. Like some people just do podcasting kind of as a side thing, but it's really a big part of your business. So can you speak Mm -hmm. a little bit to how you bring that aspect into podcasting? Yeah. A big piece was what Matt actually was lining out with the note taking is that's how everything starts is, You know, on our podcast, every call to action on the front and at the end, we're always prompting folks to go to hustleandflowchart.com slash comp, C-O-M-P. And that's where you can get the notes for 
one to two weeks or so it's live for free, but you got to be quick. And, you know, that's pretty much our call to action. And so those will be the latest episodes they can get for free uh, to see the notes. But after a period of time, they go away and they go into our membership called the Epic Membership. Uh, Evergreen Profits Insider Club. And that's a physical newsletter we send out once per month. That's a paid subscription. So folks are paying. Uh, this might change whenever this. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For this International Podcast Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it's $15 a month right now, or they have an annual option. And that allows us to, uh, of course, bring in recurring directly from the podcast. And it's all the content's created from the podcast. So it's all just repurposed essentially down into a time savings format for people to get them away from their screens and distractions and all that. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and we have a content members area where we're, you know, we actually get content from our guests like bonus content. So we'll put them in a portal and a lot of folks will, they just want to dive deeper. So that's an opportunity to do that as well. And uh, there's an opportunity for a lot of affiliate marketing and all of these places that we have attention now we have different audiences that we can control and and put offers in front of them with our follow-ups with email physical newsletter you know all that stuff we also do creative sponsorship packages so we we have folks yeah all different tiers of sponsoring all these different audience pools so that's really the monetizations like a cluster of ways to that money comes in but that's that's essentially the overview of it right there it's beautiful and brilliant. I love it. Mm-hmm. I definitely love that. So when, you, when you're setting up those agreements and you have guests on, do you have to do anything in particular to kind of be able to have them in the back end monetization piece? Or is there anything that, or you just kind of have an, an agreement with them in advance? How does that work usually? We, maybe we should. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, this isn't the lawyer show. This is international podcasting yeah, day. So yeah. you know. <laughs> we do know a lot of lawyers though, so we should ask yeah. them. You know, we, we, we do talk to our guests. So before we hit record with all of our guests, we sort of uh, warm them up on everything we're going to talk about and what to expect from the show. And we always let them know that we repurpose this into, um, into our members area and into physical notes that we send out. So, you know, we do give them a final chance to disagree with our methods, but so far it's, you know, it extends their brand form, right? Yeah. All, what we're doing is we're taking the content that they gave us on our show and we're extending the reach of that content for them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You're like a marketing arm for them too, mm-hmm. right? Essentially. Yeah. We yeah. love it. I mean, we just don't want to do something once and then have it just kind of die, slowly die in the vine. Like most podcasters, I think would just record an episode, release it, not do a lot of marketing behind it. Don't, you know, they're not SEOing their pages, which brings in more life, you know, as like a constant flow of new listeners. So everything we do is trying to squeeze as much out of that one recording session, repurposing, marketing, all that stuff, turn them into products. You can do that with your time and you're doing something right. And I think, how many episodes are you guys at now? You have a lot, right? You're at I think we've four maybe. Yeah, I think today episode 204 or on Thursday episode 204 came out. Um, but uh, we, I think we're recorded through like episode 220 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we record way in like six to eight weeks in advance. And that's like the curse a little bit is like <laughs> we're just literally when we open up like a booking date because we batch record everything we do. So we record like three or four in a day. 
those days are like booked up that day. And we're like, geez, okay, cool. Well, sorry about the 20 other people that we said we want you on our show. <laughs> exactly. Have no time. <laughs> yeah. I did a whole week of recording for the rest of 2019 for my spiritual entrepreneur because I was just like, I don't want to be doing recording right now. I want to focus on some product creation. And then I was like, oh, I'll do the interviews for International Podcast Day. So here I am again. <laughs> but I kind of am addicted. I think you get addicted, right? It is podcasters. We get, you know, it's just part of who you, who you are. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe there's something that you guys would ask that I might not ask because you obviously know your business better than I do. That would be something that the podcaster listening in might want to know about how to really grow their show and scale. Like if are there any other like little hidden nuggets that you guys have mm. that I may not even know to ask about that that you could share. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Do you want free? Do you want referral? Do you want paid? The problem is we could probably throw about we could probably fire hose you with like 50 different ideas. All right, how about the top 5? Top 5? Uh yeah, what do you got, Matt? No. <laughs> or top 6. <laughs> You get three each, three each. Three each. Okay. okay, how's that? Three each. Sure. All right. So um, one of the most effective ways we've found to grow our show is to advertise inside the various podcast apps. So apps like Overcast and uh, Podcast Republic. And there's a handful of, of uh, podcast apps that allow you to go and actually pay to have your podcast more featured in their app. And that's actually been a really, really effective strategy for us to grow our podcast. We we're pretty much advertising in some sort of podcast app almost every single month. That's cool. Awesome. All right, bounce it to me, and then Matt, you can think of the other ones. Or I could get, uh, or I could do all three, and then make Joe draw a blank on what he's nope. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not going to do that. You guys have worked together, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> all right. So one that works well for us is to create a Dream One Hundred uh, list, so spreadsheet, and so it's a Google Doc literally just list out a hundred of the people that you want to connect with on the show. And yes, this doesn't sound like a growth strategy, but it really is, um, is, <laughs> you know, it's an automated networking strategy too, to get cool guests, but 50, 50, like the people that you know, are maybe one connection away from you and your network or, or, and the other half are people like Elon Musk or Richard Branson and things like that. It's like moonshots, but you never know. And you attach that to your email signature ideally of Gmail or something like that, because when you send out your emails, more often than not, not always, but it's going to be an attachment to the bottom of your email, any email you send to anyone. So it's always like, it's just a little curiosity thing. Like, oh, what's this little attachment here? And then you say in the top, hey, I have a podcast. Do you know anybody on this list? Do you recommend anyone to you know introduce me to? And That's it becomes brilliant. an automated way because obviously bigger people, you know, you're going to extend the reach of your show with discoverability. So. Yeah, and you never know. That's my neighbor, you know, right? You That's never right. know who knows who. Totally. Right? It's I live on Necker Island. No, just kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right Matt. Matt. Number two. Um, all right. So um, another added thing that we're testing out that's been working pretty well is is Reddit ads. Um, you can actually go in and run ads on Reddit and they're still pretty cheap because a lot of marketers haven't, discovered it yet. A lot of them aren't playing with it yet. So you can go on Reddit and um, you can target subreddits that people follow. So if you're a podcast about podcasting, you can go and create an ad and target anybody who follows the subreddit podcasting. And there's, you know, 
30,000 people on Reddit who follow the subreddit podcasting. And you can go and create an ad that says, Hey, are you into podcasting? We've got a podcast about podcasting that you would love. And they would just, they would see that ad every time they're on Reddit. And the, the, the clicks right now are pretty cheap compared to what you'll get on like Facebook or Google or somewhere like that. I mean, you, you can pay like 20, 25 cents per click right now where you can't, it's really hard to get those kinds of click rates on the more popular platforms. Mm. That's awesome. I love it. These are all new. I haven't heard any of these. Number two for you, Joe. All right. So we have a second podcast. It's a shorts podcast. Our, our uh, Hustle and Flowchart show is about an hour long. So what we decided to do is create a clips show that called Hustle and Flow Shorts. And <laughs> so, the name. so what we did is we hired an intern from Gen M. He's now a contractor with us because we loved him. He started as an apprentice. He uses Descript, the software tool. It's pretty inexpensive that you can upload the long form show. Basically, it transcribes in real time. You can edit with the words. So you could just search up like a word on there and it gets to, I don't know, call it 20 minutes in. So you say like, okay, a 10 minute clip right there. That was like some gold that the guest talked about or we did. And what he does is he puts an intro on there, outro, it's an affiliate link on usually on the intro, you know, we're selling some kind of tool and that becomes a whole new podcast that he produces completely himself. We don't touch at all. So that's just a repurposed way for, it's organic growth and you can say, Hey, you don't want the long show? Go to the short show. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay. Next one. This is three. I can okay, do five. This... No, we'll just do three. I'm kidding. This one's a little more technical and a little, a little more sneaky and under the radar, but we, we create redirect links for everything we do. So if, if we book somebody to be on our podcast, we have a link um, that's like, it's something like, I'm not going to say the actual links. I don't want people just randomly going and booking on our podcast, yeah. but it's something like evergreenprofits.com slash book. You know, it's yeah. something like that where they can go and book in. Well, what we're doing is that link before it gets to the booking page, it actually drops a retargeting pixel. So anybody who goes to that redirect link, we're actually building a retargeting audience of those people. And, and so what we can do is on Facebook, we will have a little video that floats around on Facebook that says, Hey, we're looking forward to you coming on our podcast. If you haven't checked out some episodes yet, um, here's some of our favorite episodes and then we'll link them over to our podcast where they can go listen. And so we do that on, on the redirect link for anybody who books into our show. We do that on the redirect link for anybody who goes and looks at our Dream 100 list. So if we say, hey, can you look at our Dream 100 list and see if you know anybody? Well, we're going to retarget the people who even look at our Dream 100 list and say, by the way, if you haven't heard our podcast yet, here's where you can go listen to it. And so we're doing a whole bunch of little sneaky things where when people are interacting with our show in various ways, we're then retargeting them to videos on Facebook that are relevant to the way they just interacted with us. In fact, I don't know if you've seen it or not, you may have, but um, when you clicked over to the video that we shared with the other icons, that actually triggered a retargeting ad that's been circulating on Facebook saying, hey, New Media Summit icons, thanks for viewing our, our, our video and thanks for joining us in the mastermind. <laughs> And it reader, and so we've been doing these little sneaky redirects to to sort of uh, seed ourselves everywhere and just kind of always be top of mind with people who are either interested on in being on our show, interested in connecting us to other people to be on our show, and, and things like that. That's brilliant. I'm gonna have to start watching what pops up now on my Facebook. <laughs> 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 I love it. Okay, three for you, Joe. Bring it. Bring us home. You got muted somehow. I don't know how. 
Oh, oh, there we go. Unmuted. There you go. <laughs> um, so repurposing again, I'll go on that train is uh, we use Headliner, which yes. is a really cool software that you can make some graphics and video animations from your clips. So we'll use that for, um, you know, creating all sorts of social media graphics. Again, this is someone on our team doing this for Instagram. We're starting with LinkedIn, which we're hearing from our podcast. There's like massive organic video growth over there. So, uh, you know, just tiny clips like that. We, there's a lot of ways to run Facebook budgets behind there. So we'll do a lot of dollar a day ads that target an audience that we really like. Be a guest that's been on our show, like say Roland Frazier, you know, digital marketers at Target on Facebook. So we can now always run uh, these dollar a day ads. So very inexpensive ads to that audience. So every day I'm constantly getting new flows of folks coming to our show that are highly relevant and they're using things, you know, repurposed content, like just um, the headliner videos. That's so brilliant. You guys, I just love it. Like, here we go. So <laughs> ding. So um, sorry, I'm like the Podfest owner <laughs> blowing me up right now. Which is hi, like, Mr. Podfest that. owner. <laughs> hey, it's International That's Podcast Chris? Day. It's relevant. Is it, is it Chris? Chris? Yeah, it's Chris. Yeah. He is really Super nice. Old. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So then once you, once you retarget, what do you do next? You just, you bring them on in and then it goes right into your business flow. Once you've well, them on retarget. retarget that's, and Matt can get into the granular detail. Like the overview is we're always trying to stay top of mind. So if you get them once uh, podcast is obviously a great way to grow trust. Yeah. But after sure. that, yeah, it's tough. And that's why we're always sending people to a landing page or a show notes page where we can pixel them in with a Google and Facebook pixel. And then when you're on any of those platforms, you're going to start seeing videos from us. You're going to see different pieces of content. It's not like we're pitching, pitching, pitching. It's yeah. more of us like, hey, get to know us here. Hey, you see us here. And then all of a sudden it just becomes this like, oh my God. They're like, everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the retargeting, a big piece of the retargeting is just branding. We don't think of retargeting as we're trying to get the click back to our website every single time. In fact, we have ads out there that doesn't even have a, a click back to a website. It's just a <laughs> video. Um, and a lot of it is just that sort of be everywhere kind of thing. We just, we want, once somebody visits our site once, we want them to just be like, these guys are everywhere. And they just start seeing our videos all over the place. That's awesome. Sorry, my cat is moving the screen around. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> She's getting more comfortable. She's like, okay, retarget me. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's what she's asking for. So, um, do you have a cat too? Do either of you guys have animals? I, I have a cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. That's right. <laughs> you have a cat? I love cats. I love dogs too. Mm -hmm. Okay. Two? You said Joe? I have, I have two dogs and um, Matt, how old's your cat? I always forget. Uh, 20. Oh, that's like Bart. Our Bart is a little <laughs> over 20. You're the best. He's a little senile now though. He howls. Yeah. Anyway. Our cat's very senile. I digress. <laughs> yeah. Podcasting with pets. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. My dog was barking. Actually, that's why I muted it earlier is because I heard it. I was like, oh, mute. <laughs> you hear Barty's Siamese and you hear, Meow. he sounds like a crying child. It's pretty funny. Yep. So, so guys, if you could leave the podcaster that's listening in or the podcaster who wants to be a podcaster, right? Someone who wants to, to podcast, but they're not really sure if they can, they can do it yet. What would be like some of your advice to someone who's in that situation to either help them grow their show or really step into it powerfully? And you guys each get one, so you'd choose. Who wants okay. To first. Yeah, I, I would say 
test it out and test it out with um, maybe have like 10 episodes in mind and you don't have to go crazy like mapping out these episodes, but like, you know, figure out like a hand t- 10 topics you would be interested in talking about and give it a shot just to create some content. It's just like blogging back in the day. It's like, just put your word out there and, and, and put something out of the world and, you know, see if it's a thing for you so you can stay consistent don't expect a ton of traffic or anything right off the bat, but at least just get your voice out there and start to pass it around, share it and see if people like it. Uh, yeah, because it could be really bad, like the topic and that's okay. Just pivot, you know, and, and you can change like our shows changed over the years. And I would say just start, there's so many easy tools to just like record. You don't need a fancy microphone. Um, start sharing. Yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm using a, a Yeti right now. I'm like, they're not fancy. <laughs> Yeah, they can look fancy if they're hanging upside down from yeah. somewhere. <laughs> no, I was going to laugh at that when they're all hung up on something. But yeah, so it's just get yourself out there. Get your feet wet because right now it's super interesting. It's a yeah. great way to network. So invite some people on and maybe test yourself with guests as well. Do a little bit of solos, a little bit of guests, see what you like and, and just kind of feel it. And then for you still, one multiplier for someone who already has their show, like what would be the mm-hmm. one multiplier you would have them look at? Do you want to think about that while I have him? Yeah, yeah good idea. So Matt, why don't you start with, with the new podcaster and then we'll go back to multiply and multiply. Yeah, I think, I think there's a lot of, it's, uh, this is not going to sound great, but I think there's a lot of people out there giving really bad advice around podcasting. Um, I remember we were going to, we've been to a handful of podcasting events lately that not new media summit, but like some podcasting events about podcasting pod, you know, podfest, podcast movement, things like that. And you get a lot of these people up on stage talking about the audio quality is the most important thing. If you're not going to get the audio quality right, then you shouldn't even start a podcast. And you know, there, there's people that are just kind of preaching this stuff. And um, you know, people are saying things like, like, you know, don't use anchor anchor is the devil. That's the going to kill podcasting. And I say, ignore all of that. If you want to start a podcast, you can start by, you know, hooking up your headphones to your cell phone and record into it. And it will be pretty decent audio quality. And if you just want to test the waters, you can use Anchor for free to get a podcast online. Um, See if you can make it work for eight weeks straight. And if you want to keep doing it, then go start investing in better equipment. But I think there's a lot of people that are afraid to get going because the common wisdom out there is you need to have, you know, several hundred dollars worth of equipment to even get starting started. And you need a, you know, you need to pay a hosting company to host it. But honestly, you could get it done with your iPhone and, and an anchor account and it doesn't cost you any additional money than, you know, what you've already spent in the past. It's mm-hmm. a great way to test shows for sure too. I love that. All right. Quick multiplier from each of you. Cause I know we're running up against our time, but yeah, good call. So multiplier is grow an email list. So if you're a podcaster and you're cranking, you're doing your thing, you have consistency, you have show notes, all that fun stuff, start growing that email list. And if you don't have a good strategy, figure one out. Like our mm-hmm. strategy is the note taking thing is have you know, we take notes on your episodes. So go to this page to go get them. And put some scarcity in there and then follow up, like definitely follow up with the subscribers, follow up with everybody because everybody seems to not be the best at follow up. That's how the money's <laughs> made. That's how you multiply your, your just efforts in general. So growing a list, that's how every, that's how our business is run. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. And what about you, Matt? 
So I'd, I'd agree with Joe that that's probably the biggest one. Um, you know, second, second thing I can say is, um, you know, be your own biggest fan. If you're not out there promoting your show, don't expect other people to do it for you. So, you know, I'm a big fan of like, every time there's a new episode, you hear about it on LinkedIn, you hear about it on Twitter, you hear about it on Facebook, you hear about it on Instagram, you hear, you know, the list goes on and on and on. I'm going to be the biggest promoter because I'm not expecting, um, our guests or other people to be out there pushing the show. So I think, I think you really need to be comfortable being your own biggest fan and push your show out there. Awesome. That's great advice from both of you. If they want, if the listener today wants to get more of you guys and your show and your work, where do they go? Can I give two resources? Sure. So Evergreen Profits is where our, our main show is, the Hustle and Flowchart podcast. That's all on evergreenprofits.com. That's our main brand. And then we have a new thing that we're starting up at podhacker.com, uh, which is basically what it sounds like. We're going to be teaching podcast growth hacking. Uh, a lot of my sort of hacker brain type stuff. Um, I'm going to make videos and tutorials and podcast episodes and blog posts around around growth hacking a podcast over on podhacker.com. So very new site. There's not a lot there yet, but it's, you know, yeah. there's more and more coming out all the time. And it's definitely, uh, I would say both those resources are great for people, mainly, uh, you know, starting a show a little bit, but definitely if you have a show already and you're looking to amp up everything with digital marketing thoughts and uh, hackery type thoughts as well, like we're blending all that stuff at uh, Podhacker and Evergreen, you know, Hustle and Flowchart podcast always talks about that kind of stuff too. Awesome. You guys are amazing. I so appreciate you sharing this wisdom with the people today. Happy International Podcast Day. Thanks, Bye, guys. Thanks, Debbie. there. Have you been wanting to start your own podcast, but not been sure what type of equipment to use? Well, I got you covered. If you'd like to get our free podcast studio equipment recommendations guide, you can go to podcastingonpurpose.com. Thanks so much for joining in the conversation today. We will see you next time on Podcast on Purpose.